It's Monday, December 28th, and we're back. You're listening to a brand new episode of The Julian Dion Show with Jen Grant. Oh, that kind of rhymed. On today's episode, we do a quick laid-back holiday check-in, recap the last week, talk Kevin Spacey's cringe new Christmas Eve holiday video tradition, some terrifying aviation news, plus the Daily Dose with Jen Grant, your comments, and more. And Mike Plume Month continues with yet another Mike Plume doubleheader. Here's right. She's Still Everything to Me. And first, that's what I'm talking about. Way down yonder is a little piece of land Where the water washes up against the sand And I said, babe, that's what I'm talking about It's crazy now from time to time Me and my baby, we come here to unwind And I said, babe, that's what I'm talking about It's me and my baby, baby, me and you It's me and my baby Sky so blue, we got diamonds on the sand, diamonds on the ocean, smell of salt water and suntan lotion. And that big red sun goes sinking into the sea, baby, slide on over, right on ice and close to me. That's what I'm talking about
Wait a minute, let's start again. Hello, hello. <laughs> Hi, this is Ron Votary. This is Alex Nussbaum. This is Jason Fraser. This is Matt O'Brien. Hey, this is Ray Zwicker. All right, world. My name is Cal Post. Guys, this is Christina Walkinshaw. This is Eddie Delisepi. This is Adrian Spencer. Uh, my name is Timo. And you're listening to the Julian Dion Comedy Hour. You're listening to the Julian Dion Comedy Hour podcast. <laughs> Who am I talking to? What am yeah. I doing? <laughs> Julian Dion Comedy, Comedy Hour? You're okay. listening to the... Fuck some <laughs> See, I took the word out comedy. Changes the yeah, meaning completely, doesn't it? Days and Not really. I'm overworking, but days in the holidays. Happy holidays. You're listening to the Julian Dion Comedy Hour podcast. Now broadcasting live and totally uncensored. <laughs> From Lemon Press Studio. In the beautiful Gatineau the Wills. Project. I was like half asleep on the couch and now I'm projecting. Hey everyone, this is Christian Potenza. This is Gay Trevor Wilson. This is Jean Paul, aka the Island Hipster, hashtag hipster business. This is Steph Tola. Hey, this is Jake Goldsby. This is Sky Wallace. Hey everybody, this is Erica Sigurdsson, aka Ricky Six. Okay, hello. Hi. This is Howard Wagman. Hey, this is Peter Anthony, the PA system. This is Matt O'Brien. Some people like to, that's my rap name. This is Jen Grant, and you're listening to the Julian Dion Comedy Hour podcast. <laughs> Show You and me belong Just like the flowers Laughing all day long People I need to lose Sing a little song Then take a shower Julian Dion It's it's a show It's not an hour, it's a show Okay Good morning, everybody. Yeah, everybody. Welcome to the show. Waste of time. Ah, 
<laughs> Welcome to the Julie Dion Show with Jane Brent. I went to school. Broadcasting to you live on a Monday morning, Monday, December 28th. Coming at you live from Lemon Press Studios in the beautiful Gatineau Hills. Hey, hey, Red Zone. <laughs> hey, hey, Lockdown 3. What is this? The fourth lockdown? What are we on? Third, I think. Isn't it the second? Yeah, well, I mean, we've been in red since October 10th, but then now all essential businesses on top of that have been closed. Yep. For the foreseeable, well, they say two weeks or 28 days or something, I don't know. And then Ontario, of course, is all locked down, so welcome to Lockdown Laughs. (laughs) Welcome to Lockdown Laughs. You're getting it now. You've got it. You get the point. Jen Grant is with us. Good morning, Gen Z. Good morning. How's the weather, weather over there? It's not bad. A little, little damp. It feels damp. It's not bad. Ew. Can you turn down my cans, please? Da-da. How's that? Da-da. It's great. Good stuff. Welcome to the show, everybody. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. That's right. Hope you guys had a good Christmas and uh, Sigida. Wow. Oh, yep. Whoa, someone is still on Christmas vacation time. Oh, I mean, uh, come on. <laughs> anyway, uh, yes, uh, waste of time. We're um, th- this morning. I woke up going, why did we decide to come on mid holidays? We're just very uh, today, committed. I would have very much been okay with the idea of sleeping in and taking another week off. I oh. mean, we're, we're, we're cranking out so many shows all the time. I loved your what would twist on the way you said that. You didn't complain. You just said I would have been okay with that. I like it. Yes. By uh, okay with, I mean I'm loathing every second of this. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no. Uh, it's a mild <laughs> discomfort that I'm experiencing. Because I'm tired and I really need to use the bathroom. <laughs> ew. What do you mean, ew? It could be a number three. You don't know. Number three. <laughs> um, all right. Good morning. Morning. How was your Christmas? Hope you had a good one. We had fun here. Yeah. We were very intimate, as everybody knows, of course, because of the pandemic. Unless you live uh, in New Brunswick, things were very much different this year. I mean, it, they were in New Brunswick, but two, I've spoken to a lot of... Spoken? Did Some people didn't... They stayed home anyway, right? Yeah. Yeah, like they were saying... Um, I'm kind of surprised 20, about that. 20 people. You could have up to 20 people. Some people just canceled altogether just because, but a lot of people were like, sweet, we can max out at 20 and <laughs> And did that thing, which is fine. I mean, whatever the government puts those rules in, and uh, well, also I think if you if you normally have a larger gathering than twenty, it's better just to can. It's easier just to cancel sometimes than to leave people out. Yeah, then you're picking the twenty. Like, who's, yeah, who's gonna make the list? Exactly. And so, uh, you know what? I really enjoyed it, actually. You know, of course, it goes without saying. We missed seeing family and people. Obviously, this yeah. is not a contest. Or, or or a dig at that, but it was really nice to just be home and watch movies in front of the fire and yeah, I don't know. I loved it. It was um, no stress, no driving anywhere. I know that's a lame excuse to not do anything on Christmas. It's not as if that would stop us from doing anything, but usually, 
you know, you go from house to house and then you get in your cold car after you got to drive home. We were just home the whole time and I kind of liked it. It mm-hmm. wasn't as depressing as people, people flipped out. I mean, everybody's different. So maybe some people took it hard. Uh, but people were losing their mind. The government, Christmas, you're not telling me what to do. I'm like, it really wasn't that bad. It was actually enjoyable. It wasn't like this big, I wasn't pacing around in the house going, fuck the government. I can't believe this. my rights. Ah! I just, I was like, this is actually quite nice. Watching TV, it didn't have to change. Anyway. Mm-hmm. And of course, Zoom, we Zoomed with, uh, with, FaceTime. FaceTime people. Um, yes, different platform. My apologies to the Zoom people or FaceTime people. The um, Are you writing something? No. What is that noise? I can Nothing. hear like... <laughs> what is it? Nothing. Is that you though? You no. don't have to tell me what it is, but is that you? Because yes. if not, it's... Okay. Yeah, but it's over. All right. Um, I kept thinking it was my beard rubbing like <laughs> against against the uh, the wind sock. But um, you could just hear. (laughs) Anyway, the Zooms or not Zooms, FaceTimes. We uh, uh, they were like sketches. It was so funny. I mean, (laughs) we FaceTimed (laughs) our family, my family in New Brunswick, and my mom literally had she okay. She's like, okay, everybody, calm down. Like she was trying to. It's like herding cats. He's trying to get everybody to. There's like 20 people at my sister's place, and kids, kids yeah, running around. It. It's Christmas, so, and she's like, <laughs> it's Julia and Jen on the phone. Every quiet, and everybody's just like. <laughs> right. She was picturing that everyone would like circle around the phone. And, ah, Merry Christmas, and be this quiet thing. Instead, it's just the ceiling. The whole time we could just see the ceiling, and then my mom frantically trying to gather everybody, and no one is really paying attention, and then. Yep. Patience is wearing thin, and then and then every time this would happen a lot, where you talk to people, hi, Merry Christmas, and they go like this, because they can't hear, so they're all we're seeing are people's ears and eyes right to the phone, like they're like hi, oh we can't hear what they're saying, hi, Merry Christmas, guys. Yeah. That is that is one of the flaws for FaceTime, like it's meant for one on one in a quiet room. <laughs> Yeah, because if you tried you, you the audio, like we had a hard time hearing people too. Yeah, then we um, did the gift exchange with your family, and um, it was fun. But, but there yeah, was a lot of like, what? Yeah. What, so what did you like that? I can't tell. Um, I I've discovered I've never Facetimed as much as we have yeah. over the last little bit, and um, what I realized is it is much easier to social. Uh, What's what's relieved me is that FaceTime will never replace one-on-one. And I, obviously everybody knows that. But it's just not nearly as, like, not even close to, it's something, but it's not even close to how good it is in real life. And it's not even just that you can connect with people better in real life. It's also because socializing, like, this, this is going to sound like a stretch, but I really believe it's true. Socializing, like, they say that's one of the more stressful things, like, actually trying to be social with people and maintain um, like a conversation and like all the attention that it deserves and da, 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 or that it requires. And I was thinking about it. FaceTime, in real life, you have a minute, you can like go 
walk around. Like you can turn around and go somewhere else or you can go. FaceTime requires so much like attention. Yeah. You have to always be looking at the screen. You feel like you're under a microscope. Whereas in real life, you could like go to the bathroom. You can go get glass water. Mid-conversation? What do you mean? Not mid-conversation, but if there's a group of people, you don't really notice if somebody just... But like there was a couple times where I just needed to go and get a glass of water. I needed to just get up for a second and then... And then you were like, Jen, are you coming back? Are you coming back? Well, but the like pressure, sometimes it's nice. I know. Everyone's but staring at the screen and you're That's the, what I it's, mean. It's kind of nice because in real life, no one would care. Like it would just take a second and I'll be right back. But I found it exhausting. Like I don't I don't love FaceTime. You heard it here first. FaceTime or real real life is better than FaceTime. <laughs> Cutting edge news oh, here. Shut up. I'm just teasing. We um Yeah, but it's still incredible the technology. I remember being as a kid being as a kid, being a kid, and... You hear, heard it first here, you guys. Uh, perfect grammar. <laughs> that was a bomb. No. <laughs> and uh, as a kid, the the notion of video messaging or video calling was crazy. I'm like, okay, like someday it seemed like something so far in the future. So true. And now we're like, wow, now, now I'm in real life is, don't mention that. What? Oh, jeez. <laughs> Thank you. Anyway, so uh, we had a good Christmas and it's amazing how fast you can fall out of routine because our last show was last Monday and um, so a week, six days, I guess, because Tuesday, anyway, like who cares everyone's like what is it six or seven well i um could not get up this morning didn't want to get up Mm -hmm. was cursing like last week before shows i'd get up and meditate and do all this whole now i'm like oh forget all of this six days i know and i'm out of sorts it's like it's like when you go on a vacation, you love the vacation, but in some ways it's bad because it, or even taking a break from like exercising or anything like that, it's not almost worth it because then you have to get back into well, it. Well, it was worth it. It was so nice to be oh, off and not wake up and come on here every morning. Jeez, maybe the viewers or listeners are probably like, sorry. <laughs> no, no. I just mean it's, it's a lot. It's, it's it demands a lot of energy. To even just figure out what we're going to say and then let alone come on and say it. And again, the listeners are like, sorry. Why would they be sorry? Oh, because you're like, mm, it requires all this energy. Oh. Well, no, it does. Would you Would you rather go dig, dig, a, di- dig a ditch? Some mornings, yes. Oh, okay. What? Are you okay. going to put put me up on a like are you going to fly for a job for me to teach me a lesson? Okay, mm-hmm. all right. I'm going on Kijiji right now and putting Kijiji. Uh, I'm going to contact Reiner. Help offered. <laughs> uh, I miss that guy. Plug his business. Blooming Gardens in Ottawa. If you want some landscaping done in the middle of the winter, Blooming Gardens everybody. Ha ha ha. Well, spring's <laughs> coming eh, at some point. I cannot wait. Summer's just around the corner. As soon as Christmas is done. Okay, I'm ready now. Yeah. Well, and again, it's still the holiday. I really want to treat this week the holidays, even though we're like back at work doing this. 
garbage. I'm just kidding. I was going on that thread of like, mm-hmm. anyway, uh, yeah, still today, I'm rest of the week. It's still the holidays. So enjoy everybody. We don't mean Definitely. to bring you back into real life, jolt you back into the crushing reality of the looming bills that are waiting for you in January. <laughs> no. What? Hmm? Hello? Hi. Hello. Is this thing on? Hello? I wonder who the first person was that said, is this thing on? Oh my God. Oh yeah. There must be a famous, I bet you back in the day that was like someone's catchphrase. Uh, Is this thing on? (laughs) I know. Thank you. Anyway, uh, enjoy your weekend, everybody. My name is Julian Dion and is this thing on? Thank you. Get it? It's my catchphrase in that little bit. So yeah, but no, I want to treat like I got dressed for the show this morning for the people that watch live uh, for Apple and Spotify listeners. You don't know this, but I'm fully clothed. Wow. I um, but right after this, I'm stripping down again and watching movies and making a fire and going to bed <laughs> all at the same time. Wow. No, because I really can we can we promise to do that? Like really treat the next week like a holiday. Even the and after that we're still on lockdown until late January. So well we go to New Brunswick on January nineteenth, but let's just do nothing. Yeah. For the next four to six weeks. Well, I'm not gonna do nothing, but I will relax. I'll be in relax mode for sure. Gotta build that empire. What are you talking about? I don't know. I'm just being obnoxious. Yeah, you are. So, yeah, so a few things uh, happened while we were on break. Let me yep. see. Oh, Kevin, Sp- oh, Kev- do you see Kevin Spacey now is making a go at this annual Christmas Eve tradition of making videos? No. Nobody wants to hear from you, Kevin Spacey. Even though his message was sound, it was about mental health, and, and if you're struggling with, you know, it's kind of like uh, if you're on the verge of suicide, don't do it, and call somebody which is a good message but can we have somebody else other than kevin spacey pedophile alleged pedophile kevin spacey disgraced blacklisted kevin spacey give us that message yeah anybody yeah give us some spacey That was late on the laughs. That was the audience's fault. That wasn't you, Jenny, because that was funny. you didn't expect for me to say something so funny this early, right after the Christmas holidays. Try ever. Hey. As if, come on, one of the best comedians in the world. I can't joke. In the world. Cute. You gotta, you gotta thicken that skin over there. Shut up. Maybe it's what makes me the best comedian in the world. Thin skin. Oh, you guys, don't. Why are you laughing? Is it me? Oh, something I said? Oh, literally something I said. Oh, thank you. This has been the world's thinnest skin comedian. Thank you. What has this show turned into? Well, we're not sure. Anyway, Kevin Spacey, we don't want to hear from you, bro. Yeah, bro. Uh, Let me play the first minute's. Uh, first seconds of this clip. I'm not going to play the whole thing because I don't want to. Jeez, he really like screwed things up, eh? Oh, he was, went from one of the most respected actors to now just a creep. Like you look at him, and it's he never looked like a creep before because he was this great actor. You would look at him and go, "Oh my god, that's 
usual suspects Kevin Spacey or whatever. I, I wonder how many people in the know, like in the business, kind of knew. You know, like you hear. I'm sure they did. Yeah. And the thing is, uh, but now you look at him and you can like smell his erection. Do you know Ew. what I mean? He just has that face. Ew. Smells like eggs. Ew, stop it. <laughs> Let me play this. Um, That's gross. Oh, no, here's the message. Whoops. Wrong vids. Fuck nuts. <laughs> All right. Well. I'm playing two things here at once. Everything is... Sucks. Okay. All right. Is that an ad? Yeah. No, but it's the wrong video. I, I, I know. Yes, he denies sexual allegations. We know that. That's old news. This is what I want right here. Good morning, everybody. This is a fun holiday hang. We're doing a quick check-in on Monday. We might do, this might be a shorter show, but we'll see. Who knows? Yeah. Maybe not. There might be shorter shows all this week. Yeah. That's Full right. disclaimer. What would Christmas Eve be? Why is this so low? Oh, here. Okay, so this is the Kevin Spade. This is how he starts it. That's right. What will Christmas Eve be without a message from me? Right. What will Christmas Eve be without a message from me? That's right. What will Christmas Eve be without a message from me? Said it twice. Are you? Did you make eggs? Hmm. Gross. Can you stop <laughs> saying that? It's disgusting. I have. Uh, yeah, you said it twice. In a very creep way. Then he, he's sitting on a park bench, and then he grabs the camera and then walks. And 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 again, his message is is legit what he says. But anybody, but Kevin Spacey. Good morning. There's a lot of aviation news too in the news. A lot of aviation news in the news. News today on the news. Aviation news in the news. Mm-hmm. Um, two stories. One, there's a couple, some passengers. Two people, that's two. A couple is two, if you're just tuning in. And real life is better than FaceTime. Today mm. on Facts. Mm. Anyway, yeah, there was this flight. Um, these two passengers. Hold on. Shit, I, uh, yeah? What do I do with my mornings? I, I line all of this up, and then it's all gone by the time. Okay. Uh, two passengers in a Delta flight bound for Atlanta opened the cabin door and activated the slide to exit the plane while it was taxiing on a runway at uh, LaGuardia. Oh, my God. Yeah, so this couple, I guess they were on this Delta flight, and they asked someone to move change seats because they had a dog with them, and the person was like, sure, fine. That, By the way, that's always obnoxious. You never want to do it, and you almost always give in. So, hey, can you, do you mind switching the seats I'm with my husband? Just check in early. Anyway, <laughs> you always begrudgingly do it. Is in your head you're like, I'm going to stand my ground, and now and then like, I disagree. Hi. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I find it obnoxious. I know because we've done it. We've been those people, but I find it really obnoxious. You're all sitting. You're seated in your seat. The plane is full. There's a your luggage is in the overhead, and then someone's like, Hi, my husband and I would like to sit together. Can you move? And then you have to grab your bag and then go against the traffic of the people coming on the flight and like, excuse me, I, and then grab another seat. It's a, it's annoying, but you do it. But I, I know where you're coming from because we've done, we've been that couple. 
Yeah, and also I that minute of discomfort on the side of the per- for me, like I'd rather sit next to you than sit next to a stranger. I uh, no, it's not. I'm not saying the whole flight. You're like, oh, this sucks. But there's a two minutes of like, ugh. That's what I mean. Just an annoyance. An annoyance. Yes. Oh, for sure. Um, no. Yes. And can I just say quickly, you didn't show the video of Kevin Spacey, right? I did not want to. Why? Because it's gross. It is gross. I was just. I just as, want to play some audio. Well, Why? I thought I was missing it because there's a delay, and I thought, oh, did did you not play it? No, no, I played so, it, but I didn't want to show the video. So Kevin Spacey's I, gotten enough airtime without. Totally, but it, I just wanted to acknowledge that, like, I know that he's out of the loop of performing and stuff. But FYI, Kevin Spacey, uh, throw some chapstick on before you get on camera. I know, those lips are gross. I know. Gross. Have a glass of water. Anyway, continue. And uh, so they're taxiing on the runway, leaving. They're about to take off. And so, so, yeah, this this couple was sitting in like the emergency exit aisle. Mm -hmm. And they had the whole aisle to themselves, the whole row, because uh, of COVID, you know. Right. And so this other couple comes and they're like, we have a dog. Do you mind if we... So the couple like is like, ugh, that feeling. Again, I'm not saying it's a whole, it ruins the flight. It's just that it is obnoxious. Yeah. So they move. And then like a few minutes after they moved, this couple sees the couple of like the, the people change seats again. And they're like, what the fuck? They asked us to move. Why are they... All of a sudden, then they see this ruckus where a bunch of people get up and look. And the couple just opened the emergency exit door by the wing it deployed the slide and they slid down with their dog and got off the flight. No. Yes. That's insane. Yeah, they're facing multiple charges. They're facing uh, third-degree criminal trespass and uh, charged with second-degree criminal mischief and second-degree reckless endangerment. So, I mean, they're facing time. Those are felonies. Yes, you can't just... (laughs) As the plane is taxiing, Let's get out of here. Wow. The, and the, the yellow slide open. How did that even get to the point where they were actually able to open the whole thing? I mean, Frig, I get up well, no, to go to the bathroom th- and the flight attendant's like, get on your seat. Or like, it's true though. No, I know, but it even takes if, a second. That's the whole thing with the emergency thing. It's not hard to, to do. You can't be in an emergency being like, but, I need help. Or you just got to, it's like a lever, you crick, crick, crackety crook, open. I'm surprised you're able to do that during taxiing. I think you can always do it. That's terrifying. It's an emergency exit, so... No, that's terrifying. That it's that easy? Yes. Yeah, it is. Oh my God, that... Now I'm another thing to be scared of. Some lunatic's going to open that door up. Yeah, well... Another reason not to fly. <laughs> Add it to the list. Uh, do you want another reason? Air Canada's Boeing seven thirty seven Max uh, Max eight. You know the the there's t- in twenty nineteen two of them went down. Oh god! Killed a bunch of people because there was a uh, glitch in the computer software that f- made the autopilot nosedive. Oh my god! After takeoff, and they couldn't, so they grounded on the all the flights, and then Boeing was like, "No, no, we fixed it. It's all good." And so they started um, putting them back into commish, Air Canada, and then a Boeing. So this is an Air Canada flight, but it's the 737 MAX 8, forced to land after takeoff due to oh engine God. issue warning. Oh. I know. So uh, out of Montreal, 
or officials say that a Boeing 737 MAX 8 operated by Air Canada was diverted Wednesday after pilots received an engine malfunction warning shortly after takeoff. I get chills thinking about it. Oh my gosh. It sends a shiver down me spine. The... The airline says the pilots uh, of the repositioning flight between uh, Marana, Arizona, and Montreal shut down one engine after noticing the warning and they were redirected to Tucson, where they landed normally. Air Canada says there were three crew members on board, but no pass. Oh, there were no passengers. Still, doesn't matter. Last week, Transport Canada approved design changes to the troubled 737 MAX aircraft. Can we just, Boeing, can you just take the hit and, and get rid of this plane? I, it's, you're yeah. going to loss, you're going to lose multiple millions of dollars, maybe billions. But what do you want to kill more flights full of fucking people? Yeah. Literally, this airplane has had so many problems. Uh, that was annoying. Literally, this airplane. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, but and then that finally word. they just approved the design changes for the troubled aircraft, which was grounded nearly two years after technical issues led to deadly crashes in Indonesia and Ethiopia. Oh, I mean, God. come on, just yank it, Boeing. Take the hit. I know your 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 uh, shareholders won't like much to the chagrin of your shareholders, but fuck. But fuck. That's the sound of the next 737 MAX 8 taking off. Three minutes after takeoff. That's one silver lining about this whole thing is that we realize that we can work on Zoom. Maybe. Okay. Really? I'm doing the flight. That's a troubled flight. I I was doing a whole bit. And then you're like, Zoom. Well, zoom, I'm zoom. sure all the audience right now is like, oh, I wish I could have heard more <laughs> screams and belches from a fake machine. The belch was an accident. I thought it was the scream. Well. The internet sucks this morning. We apologize to anybody that's uh, live watching live. I don't know why. This f- internet... I know. Like, you'd think if it was perfect, then we could justify going on at seven. But if it was like, you know, if it was... Uh, anyway... It would be nice to do our show at noon. That's all I'm trying to say. Yeah. (laughs) Wouldn't it? I don't know. Yes, it would. We have a lot of people that listen in the morning, like not necessarily live. Like we do have some people that watch live, but after, like it goes up at 9, 9, like 12, if we did it at 12, by the time Mm. it goes up, it would be like 2, 3 o'clock. It's too late. Yeah. It's way too late. Shut up. Anyway. So that's happening. So uh, don't fly anywhere. Yeah. Except oh. for, I think I'd make an exception for Mexico. You would get a 737 no, max? No, oh, that's I just what mean, I mean flying in oh. general. Um, Chinese, a Chinese citizen journalist was just sentenced to four years for COVID reporting. You know, we come on here and we uh, say how China has... You know, they were really strict on the lockdown and now it's fully, full, like it's normal living back. Not all of China, right? Uh, anyway, Wuhan. Anyway, so, but uh, but China sucks. I mean, it would not be fun to live there. No. Despite the fact that they were really strict uh, against, um, for lockdown and for COVID. But this reporter, 
Zhang Zhang, a former lawyer, is the first known person to be tried for challenging the Chinese government's narrative about the coronavirus pandemic. So early on, China decided, much much like Trump's approach, to just be like positive about it and only report positive news about COVID and, and to silence any negative because they didn't want to create widespread panic. And uh, But this reporter, this citizen reporter, journalist, um, who documented the early days of the coronavirus outbreak, was just sentenced on Monday to four years in prison, sending a stark warning to those challenging the government's official narrative for the pandemic. Think about that. Four years in prison. Yeah. Four years. Unbelievable. And like now, now you said, you know, China is in a position where or Wuhan for sure. I don't know about the rest of China, but that they are in a position to do what they, life is back to normal to do what they want, but to do what they want, quote unquote, is so like limited. Yeah. You can't really just live your life. Do you remember when we saw Pearl Jam in Toronto? Yeah. Imagine since then you'd be in prison the whole time. Oh That was four God. years ago. <laughs> for because the government was saying coronavirus they were downplaying it and she was like actually guys this is a real thing and they're like jail for prison for four years insane Zan Zan the 37 year old citizen uh, uh, journalist was the first known person to face trial for chronicling China's outbreak that's all she did she just chronicled the outbreak Miss Zhang a former lawyer has traveled to Wuhan from her home in Shanghai in February at the height of China's outbreak to see the toll from the virus in the city where it first emerged for several months. She shared videos that showed uh, crowded hospitals and residents worrying about their income. In China, the news media is tightly controlled by the state. Some citizen journalists try to offer more independent reporting, which they post on the internet and social media platforms, but their work is often censored and they are routinely punished. Like in this case, four years in prison. Holy shit. And you you got to know that she knew that was going to happen. So well, are I these wa- I people... I wonder. Oh, for sure. You like, think she maybe, knew she'd go to prison for four years? Maybe and still not four it? years. Yeah, I do. I, I feel like... I feel like when you live in a place like that and you believe in something bigger and you think that you want to make a change, they know that the only way of making a change is by speaking out. And so do they sacrifice themselves? It's kind of like any movement, right? I'd be willing to bet they feel like they can get like, away with it because it's all, I don't know, well, online or something. There's no way. Well, if so, she's crazy. Why well, would look she, at I all mean, the leaders in the past movements that... Nelson Mandela ended up in prison. He knew. He knew he'd be in major shit. And even Rosa Parks, same kind of thing. Like, she didn't really think. She just went with her, what she believed in. Well, if that's dumb. If you think, if you're in China and you know you're going to face multiple years of prison for reporting this, it's stupid then. Why would you do that? Move out and report on it. Like, why? Was really, I don't know. I don't, well, it's easy to say all those things you just said, but it's, you know, I'm sure if we spoke to her, she'd have a different, like she'd have a reason why she did that. Maybe she doesn't want to leave her home, her family and everything. Like it's not so easy as just move, move away and then write about it honestly. And there'd be more power and more attention if you did that from your country because now she's getting all this press for being in prison i'm not saying i would be brave enough to do that i'm just saying that you know when if you want change well it's kind of like you're gonna get it you're not gonna get it by writing from from uh you know san francisco well it's like that zombie uh angela why not 
Uh, you're not going to you- get the same attention because you're not going to get imprisoned. She's imprisoned because she's in China writing about her country. Yeah. Well, it's like that Angelina, that zombie Angelina Jolie in Iran who was just sentenced mm-hmm. to 10 years. Mm. Like, do you think she knew she was going to be sentenced but was trying to make, like, do a message, have a message? I don't know. I think it was just dumb. A dumb mistake. Well, that sounds like she's not really saying much either. Well, she's standing up for women's rights and people, like, the human rights to, to be able to just do anything, like, you, what, you can't go online and put makeup on without facing 10 years in prison? True, but the woman that you're talking about from China is actually speaking out about how, what their country is like and letting the rest of the world know. I know, but... Versus art. Well, I re- I know, like, you really are, want this woman to have known she was facing prison time, but who? how could we possibly know that? Well, she grew may- up there. May- yeah, I know, but maybe she's just, you know... She's a citizen journalist, so she just went online and posted these videos, maybe not realizing she maybe. faced four years in prison. Like, Maybe. <clears throat> I'll give you that. Yeah, I-, I do think it's weird that the rest of the world can see these um, horrible things that happen that are just so incredibly unethical, and then we just have to watch it. Yeah. All because it's a separate country. Seems kind of bullshit to me. Speak up, Jenny. Do it. Mm-hmm, Speak up against mm-hmm. the Chinese government. Oh, yeah. Mm. Actually, it's kind of, not kind of, it's totally messed up that it, China behaves like that, but we buy all these products from them. Most everything we have. Like, it's like saying... uh it's like saying when you're disciplining a kid or something, like, stop doing that. Yeah. But then, I don't even Good know. Analogy. I guess I'm too tired. <laughs> I'm too tired. <laughs> that an- analogy fell oh, apart okay. right quick. How about this? You shouldn't, what if, it's like a corrupt um, police officer saying, you can't sell drugs, but before I arrest you, can you just give me like a couple grams of that nose candy? Hello? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Does anyone call it nose candy anymore? Did they ever? N- it's been upgraded to booger sugar. Ew. The, uh... Is that... Have you ever heard that before? Uh, yes. You thought I just made that up on the fly? I've never heard of that. Booger sugar? No. Sugar for your boogers. Hi. I'm cocaine expert Julian Dion. Hmm. Uh, and, uh, and, uh, but, uh, fuck, the news is just not... There's nothing fun happening in the I've news. I've got some stuff. Why, okay, why we'll can't get, we do it now? Well, I just want... No, no, I will. I'm just... There's stuff I wanted to touch on. I'm just talking about what's, like, trending and people are talking about. And the Nashville explosion mm-hmm. on Christmas Day is a big one. An RV parked uh, outside uh, or on 2nd Avenue in uh, Nashville on Christmas morning started a countdown on uh, this loudspeaker saying this... Uh, you know, this RV will explode in 15 minutes. It said that several times, and it changed to 14 minutes. And then when it was down to the last few minutes, it said, uh, if you can still hear this, evacuate now, evacuate, evacuate. And then, of course, as we all know now, this huge explosion that rocked the downtown core of Nashville uh, resulted in uh, some uh, injuries. Three people were are injured and in hospital with, in stable conditions. And... Um, 
They are now saying it was a likely, uh, or not likely, it's a result of a suicide bombing. The guy was in the RV because they did find human remains um, when they were investigating close to the RV. So there was actually a guy in there and they're, they're now the FBI is searching his home. But why the fuck would you do that in a downtown court? Just hang yourself. Mm-hmm. It's also, not, he didn't, he didn't want to the ki- bomb squad? Why didn't people get down there quick enough? Know. 15 minutes. He Did no one call 911? He didn't. I don't know. Yeah, the cops were there. No, no, cops were there. Yeah, but why didn't they go in? And, and, and in fact, one cop was uh, injured. Two cops were injured, I think. And uh, the thing is, um, he didn't want to kill anybody else because he was warning people nonstop. But why the fuck do that downtown then, in a big city? Yeah, exactly. Just what hang I, yourself. Or go do your explosion in a, a desert. Just hang yourself. I mean. Or go in a desert. Yeah. Or just hang yourself. Or go in a desert. <laughs> uh, anyway. It's weird. Weird holiday That's version of the show today. Mm, I don't know if it's that weird. <laughs> it's always weird. Daily Dose, Daily Dose. Get the news from coast to coast. Daily Dose, Daily Dose. All your news from coast to All coast. All the news and headlines from Jim Grant. Here's your Daily Dose for Monday, December 28th. There's a man in Wheatley, Ontario, who has been charged after police found more than 100 unmasked people inside a church. Um, it's a Mennonite church. That happened on Saturday. They could oh. just say, we don't have the news. What do you mean, virus? <laughs> virus. Mennonite uh, churches on Saturday. Hmm. Interesting. Sunday for most other people. Yeah. Well, anyway. Catholics. What? Oh, yeah. There's some on Saturday, too. Uh, but mostly Jewish it's on Sunday. Saturdays. Yeah, true. But we'll forget when I said that. So anyway, police were called to this, uh, this church at around 11 a.m. on Saturday. There, uh, like I said, one man is being charged, and um, with what? It's mm, a very, very good question. Thank you so much. I pride myself on the quality of my questions. <laughs> Let me see if I can. Ugh. Come on, just go with it. I don't want to. Let me see if I can find what he's been charged with. Okay. He's 50 years old. It's a municipal bylaw that he has, and it actually does not say exactly what he's been charged with. Hmm. But um, you're right, Mennonites, you know, they could probably plead that they just don't watch the news, they haven't heard anything. Huh. That'll be a fun defense for a lawyer. Um, Here's another... (laughs) Okay over there? No. Here's another story. Related to COVID-19. Can you stop, please? Yeah, I'm sorry. That's okay. So um, this teacher is speaking out about how uh, students are really cheating, obviously, because of the virtual school, the nature of this virtual school now. Uh, If you think about it, people, you know, obviously kids are going to cheat. I was tempted to cheat. Did you ever cheat? Yeah, I did one time. Uh, it was multiple choices, and um, we had somebody like, so we had the smart kid uh, kick one of the four legs of her desk 
for the answers. <laughs> so we'd go like if it was ones, you'd kick like the, the front right. If wow, it was A or if creative. it was B. Yeah. But I'd remember the outcome. Um did you see oh no, I'll tell you after this story. In between stories, I wanna because it's related to so when you're done that story. You can go ahead now. I can continue. In Burlington it's so ridiculous. I hate people. In Burlington they did a citizen's arrest on the mayor of the city for mandating masks. No. So all these people gathered outside the mayor's office mm-hmm. and started reading off a citizen's arrest. Oh and it's insane. And they're like, we are no longer in a state of pandemic. We declare that we're not in a... Not one fucking scientist in there in the bunch. Not one epidemiologist. Not one doctor. Just a bunch of dumb mouth-breathing idiots. Yeah. Trying to citizens arrest the mayor for mandating masks. We're here for the children. We are no longer in a state of pen. It's funny, eh? That can happen here in Canada uh, and nothing happens to those people. But a woman in China talks about how, what things are like there. All she's doing is writing about it and she gets, she gets put in prison for four years. Well, she did more than write about it, but yes. What else? Didn't, well, she would go into crowded hospitals and stuff and post all these videos online. Like, she did a full full thing, like a full... Um, okay. But, but no, it doesn't justify... I'm not justifying it. It's just... Yeah, anyway. So annoying. Um, so the, the cheating kind of looks like um, kids texting their friends on the sly. Uh, they're also downloading apps that give answers to math problems i guess there's this one app that's called um let me grab the name photo math they're gonna be kids are gonna be so dumb oh i know they graduate they're gonna i don't know anything now but i'm (laughs) i know i'm a doctor i know and the thing is when you're a kid it's kind of like you know when you're a kid you don't really get it right like you don't believe how this is worth it at all like school yeah. Like when I was in school, I did not, it wouldn't have mattered what you said to me. What'd you do after school? Mm, I ended up enjoying uh, university one day. Oh, you day. went to university? <laughs> and but, but, um, but it took me like a long time to get it. Right. A long time. You know, it's like, I know that some kids are better behaved. I don't know. Did you see the value of education when you were a kid? No, I never studied one time ever <laughs> at school. I never did homework in 12 years. Why do you think? I don't know. <laughs> like, what? did you listen in class? I guess. I must have because I passed. I mean... <laughs> I must have. You don't remember? No. You don't remember anything? Not really. But it's kind of interesting how, how you came from the same family, but like, you're... At least one sibling I know for sure was very like academic and paid attention. Uh, no, not was is she's a, she's a full she's a nurse full time nurse mother of three decided I don't want to be a nurse anymore and is now in her second year of law school. Mm-hmm. Second or third year? No, second. Mm-hmm. And uh, she's going to be a lawyer, and she's got like a three point nine two average. Yeah, she's a genius. My sister Gabrielle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's always been like that. I remember, yeah, I, I would be like, again, no homework ever. And we went to the same high school, just two years apart. And uh, in school, two years apart, really just a year and a half. But she would, uh, 
be crying, doing her homework, throwing her books across the room, like so stressed. I was wow. Like, I was like, what's the big deal? What's the big deal? You're right. Excuse me. Who's, it's, like, it's like I inhaled and then you <laughs> had the... F- well, you know what? Just I can- do that again. It's like in smoking through the thing. Look at... <sighs> oh my God, lame. Holy, not committed to the bit. <laughs> when I was in university, <laughs> ha ha ha. Bubble in the... Oh, what did you study? Not mass communications. But um, I can relate to what she when she was crying and throwing her books because I had that exact. Yeah, but she did this in high school, not university. Yeah, university too. I'm just saying that I can relate to the feeling. That's all I'm saying. Okay, go ahead, Jenny. But it is more impressive when it's high school because, like, a lot of kids, you know, at that age, you just don't think shit like that's important. All you want to do is have fun. Right. She didn't try to be there. She was there to try to. Hi. Hi. So this app called Photomath, it was founded in Croatia in 2014. (laughs) It sounded like it it was Photomask, but with a lisp. Go ahead. Photomath. um, Okay, just listen. (laughs) Claims to have more than um, 150 million downloads globally. At least 1 million of them are from teachers. And the reason teachers do it is because... They, it helps them come up with new content for math problems, etc. So now what, what parents or what teachers have to do to prevent cheating is they have to, now they use the app to see if it's something that will easily be guessed through the app, their math problem. Right. If, because what you can do is you can like take a screenshot of, of a math problem and it spits out an answer. So the so, answer might be... Or no, please stop. Please stop. And um, so now the poor teachers, it's not like they're getting paid any more money. Now they have to put their problems through this app to see if it easily comes out. And if it does, then they have to create a whole new question. And they make $19,000 a year. I know. (laughs) It's such bullshit, really. Um, So anyway, poor teachers. Uh, but she does say, like, overall, Literally, she says... Because they make $19,000. Go ahead. Yeah. I'm just um, teasing. Yeah, I know. Teachers. Some teachers do really well. Yeah, no, but they should make more money. Of course. That's all I'm trying to say. They, yeah. the, the, Their job is incredibly important. And it doesn't make... They don't... Uh, on average, they don't make the money they deserve. Right. Um, And so, Yeah. Um, when you interrupt me, then I lose my train Sorry. of thought. Eh? But then when I don't, you're like, oh, oh my God, it's like pulling teeth. You're not no, no, no. saying anything. No, I thought you'd say no, something. There's an art to waiting until the thought is over, though. And then you can make the joke and make a note of the joke that you want to make. I'm acting like a teacher. Was that the machine or was that you? <laughs> machine. Try to imitate it. Try it though. I am. I, I mean, what the? I just That's did nine times. That's not your mouth. What? That wasn't you. You do it, and then the machine did, does oh, it. Oh, I thought you meant like try to like lip sync it. So I was like this. I was like that. No, I can't see you. But go ahead, what try do you mean it. Can't see me. What do you mean? Whoa! Wow! Well, every time I go, I do it. You're like you drown it. Go. Try to imitate it. Me? Yeah. Wow. 
<laughs> I actually am so annoyed right now. <laughs> so sorry. Ugh. <laughs> uh, anyway, Merry I Christmas, forgot everybody. my thought on that no, last one. Don't no, I give do. up because no, that's your move. You, no, I, I, I forget, I forget, I forget. But you don't. You just yeah, but no, are I, angry I, and I, don't I actually say don't remember it. Actually, yes. Swear on. We're moving on life. to the next story here. So, <laughs> Wonder Woman 1984, which I really want to see. Isn't when it we 1948? In... Isn't it? No. Really. I thought it was Wonder Woman 1948. No. Oh. 1984. When we went to see a movie when we were in Moncton, oh, yeah, they showed it as a preview uh, trailer, and uh, and it was uh, it looked really good. Kristen Wiig's in it. Mm-hmm. And I'm so impressed with Kristen Wiig. Oh, my gosh. Uh, she looks amazing. So fit. So, like, uh, just on top of her game. It's just, I, I find it really inspiring because she's in her 40s and she's at the peak of her career now. So good for her. Anyways. When you so see her, the, would you go? Yeah. They premiered the movie and they were expecting to make a lot more money as you can imagine. So I guess, it, guess how much, just as a, as a guess, guess how much um, it costs to make the movie. 1200 Mm-hmm. Uh, th- uh, the movie, I'm going to guess $111 million. $200 million. Whoa. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. It was expected to make $1 billion in box office before the pandemic, but uh, guess how much it ended up making? $50 million. $180 million, which is, they're actually happy about that considering the circumstances yeah, because it's all on demand right but they lost 200 or 20 million dollars now they'll make it over time yeah that's just the first weekend yeah i want to see it we should watch it well we can right at home we want to watch it after the show Mm, probably gonna sleep but no same here so um this is insane so i sent you um oh but you don't have to look at it if you don't want to that's um, that's my job to to not have things lined up and stuff, but you should send them to me first. I already sent them to you, and I'm telling you at the beginning of the story, which is what else do you want me to do? Do it before the show. Oh, yeah, but what are you gonna do? Anyway, if you want to show it, you can. It doesn't matter to me. Okay. A two thousand year old fast food stall. Yeah. You heard that right? Was oh. unearthed un- from the ashes of Pompeii, and. These researchers have kind of discovered by looking at this. What's a fast food stall? I know, just like what you're thinking, like when like you go to a fair. Stall? No, like a oh. stall, like you go up to a food court or whatever. And um, they have researchers have basically gotten an idea now, a little um, inkling on what the snacking habits of Romans, ancient Romans, were. It's crazy to think. 2,000 years ago. Isn't that crazy? It is. Hold so, on. So, this uh, ornate snack bar counter decorated with polychrome patterns and frozen by volcanic ash was partially exhumed last year, but archaeologists extended work on the site to reveal it in its full glory. It was, Pompeii was Buried in a sea of ash when the volcano on nearby Mount Vesuvius erupted in 79 AD. 
killing between 2,000 and 15,000 people. Archaeologists continue to make discoveries there. Isn't that crazy? They're still making discoveries. Cray, cray. Oh, my gosh. That is so insane. It says uh, the thermopolium from the Greek word um, thermos for hot and polio to sell. Oh, yeah, that's the name of it, thermo, I see. Yeah, so it's hot food, basically, for sale. Um, hot food, get your hot food here! Mm-hmm, exactly. The team, uh, this research team, found duck bone fragments, as well as the remains of pigs, goats, fish, and snails in um, in these pots. So what you're saying is that, that uh, they found a, how old is this? 2,000 years. 2,000 year old. Hipster food truck. Mm-hmm. It said that With duck some, and pork. some of the ingredients had been cooked together like a Roman era, like a paella. You know, those that paella dish? Mm. And then crushed fava beans used to modify the taste of wine. Mm. Weird. They were found at the bottom of one jar. The counter appears, appears to have been closed in a hurry. How do they tell this? Like 2,000 years ago, there's there's actually evidence from 2,000 yeah. years ago that yeah, somebody like left in a hurry. Yeah, the last employee had somewhere to be, obviously, because he did not do the proper close. Yeah, exactly. He did not do the closing duties, <laughs> which left the opening crew of nine 2,000 years later um, doing extra work. It says here the counter uh, appears voice. to have been closed in a hurry and abandoned by its owners. Maybe they suggested that maybe it was at the first rumblings of the eruption um, when they heard something was happening. How and then could took they off. possibly tell that? I know. Crazy. That's cool, eh? Anyway, I thought that story was really interesting. Really and that's nice. your daily dose for today. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> daily dose. Get the news from coast to coast. Daily dose, daily dose. All your news from coast to All coast. All news and headlines from Jim Grant. Okay. <laughs> that dance. Anyway, someone should write up that employee. That was a bad close. PM says happy holidays. He says, just want to let you know, my wife and I offered, I, I just let you know, my wife and I offered us a bidet this Christmas. Hmm. Just used it for the first time. Quite pleasing. <laughs> Quite oh, ple- pleasing. there we go. You will now be known as clean arsehole, PM. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm not reading the next comment, PM Why? said. Read it. More of the sound machine, please. Ah, yeah. That's a great idea by our friend PM, who his asshole is on the rebound from toilet paper. And... (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Thank you. Your hair's looking good, Jules. Oh, thank you very much. Did Um, you wash it? Nope. looks shiny. Shiny, shiny. All right. What is this? This episode of the Julian Dion Show is brought to you by Big Country. Come on. Two, three, four. 
That was uh-huh. the wrong song I chose. But that's not a bad one. Maybe we could do a song I after. Like it. All right. Let me just do this quickly and remind you, dear listener, that this episode of the Julian Dion Show with Jen Grant once again is brought to you by Gringo's Blazing Sauces. That's right. Go to gringosblazingsauces.com. I know a few friends that have uh, taken advantage of the free shipping and 5% off by entering promo code JD5 for Christmas. Some Christmas gifts. I've heard a lot of feedback of uh, some of my friends that have nice. were gifted some Gringo's Blazing Sauces. Go to gringosblazingsauces.com for a wide selection of the best small batch hot sauces and salsas that you'll ever taste. Made with nothing but the best hand-selected, freshest ingredients. A chef-owned and operated so you get the perfect balance between heat and flavor. So good. Such oh, good so stuff. Yummy. So go to gringosblazingsauces.com. They ship all over North America, based out of Ottawa. And if you live in Canada and order order over $40, you get free shipping on that bad boy. Free shipping. gringosblazingsauces.com. And on top of that, listeners of this program get an additional 5% off by entering promo code JD5 at checkout. That's right. JD5 gets you 5% off. gringosblazingsauces.com. Do it. Do it today. Yeah. All right. Well, it was Christmas Day on Zoom, but we decided there was no room for Nanny because she couldn't figure out how to show her face. Two, <laughs> three. She kept saying, I don't see you, and all we could see was her giant ear full of hair. Hair. Nana, you have to wax your ears. No, don't know how to break it to you, but a lot of your parts are gross. Ear parts. And we're seeing them in HD because of FaceTime. We're not here, you and me. Regrets. Nothing but regrets. Next time we'll do a classic phone call. That way we can see inside your nose pores those pores are gaping thank you grandma but next year we'll either do it in person or a straight call or even snail mail but no time for facetime all right good song (sighs) thank you everybody for watching we appreciate you for being here the julian dion show with jen grant that's right doing some holiday check-ins for the next week I don't know why we calling them holiday check-ins is a, a bit of a way for us to maybe do a short show, but today we went long, not long, but length-wise, normal, normal length, which is 5.5 inches, they tell me, average. Hey, next year we'll be doing snail mail or phone calls, no more of this FaceTime. Ironically, we're doing this to save your life, Grandma. Grandma. But now we've decided that it doesn't work, work. We can't hear a thing and see your face stuck to the screen. It's smushed up on the screen. And I think next year I'll buy you a, a facial cleanser for oily skin because now I can see a hue on the camera. I think that came from your disgusting cheek. 
right. <laughs> this, is, this is getting mean-spirited towards grandma. I don't know why. <sighs> I don't know why that became, all of a sudden, grandma was the butt of that joke. <laughs> you never know what you're going to get here when we improvise those songs. Are they really even songs? I feel like that's an insult to singer-songwriters out there, but... <laughs> all right. Two, three... Let me cue it up here, trying to find the song so we can end the show. Go for the close, we're gonna treat the rest of the week like the holidays. And treat ourselves to some movies and some naps. As Lego said, take some naps, nap it up with your family two times. Nap it up. Sure, we're all broke, but take a nap, nap. Go to sleep and forget that the world is broken And we might never come back Good night Alright That's enough of that Thank you everybody for watching We're the Julian Dion Show with Jen Grant Feel free to share this episode Today's episode now officially up Well it's going to be up in about 30 minutes Across all platforms Jen thank you so much Don't tell Thank you We'll be back tomorrow, Tuesday, December 29th. Love it. And then we'll do a show Wednesday. I guess we'll do the, a show every day. Uh, uh, we'll see. Maybe take New Year's Eve, New Year's Day. What yes. Is Wednesday? So let's wait. do that. Let's do like we did last week. Perfect. Well, last week we just did Mondays. Are we done? Oh, no. I mean, let's... That, what our original... Anyway, let's take New Year's Eve and New Year's Day off. So we'll do tomorrow and Wednesday. Yeah. And then take Thursday, Friday yeah. off. That yeah. sounds good. Nice compromise. Thanks for watching, everybody. We'll see you tomorrow. We love you, Jenny. I love you. Love you. See you uh, tomorrow. And until then, everybody, watch your head. What you already got was such a beautiful waste of time. Waste of time. A beautiful waste of time. A beautiful waste of time Just a waste of time The whole world wants a piece of my head But they all get a piece of my mind instead I roll over and go back to bed It's such a beautiful waste of time a time a beautiful waste of time it's just a waste of time